with Eileen. And we're recording. Yay! <laughs> um, but of course, I'm going to wait for this breeze to <laughs> Just enjoy the breeze. Honestly. Okay, wind, I would appreciate if you would just pause for a second. Right, when well, we want so to get can, started. So I can intro this episode. This is all going in the beginning. Oh, totally. This is it's, all going I'm in. I'm totally down for that. <laughs> All right, we're oh, gonna. He was a skater boy, that, and he said, "See, See you later, later boy." <laughs> Did he just fall off? Oh no! No, he's doing I, some. Sick there's kicks. like a there's a tree like blocking him, oh, kind of in well, my I, view. Yeah, I've got a beeline view, <laughs> so no worries. He didn't a beeline fall. view of his behind. Of his behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my All god! All right, let's get this episode started. Nope, because never there's mind. A gust of wind. The wind is like I got some things to say first. <laughs> right oh my god you know what's funny is like this whole thing started and I was thinking of the movie with um with Mark Wahlberg called The Happening yes and how like it was something about the plants were the one the the reason behind like what was like a virus or whatever and the wind was carrying was carrying it yeah girl it's crazy like a lot of the wind a lot of movies were ahead of their time oh totally like and there was even um a movie on netflix was it that it it was called contagion that came out before all of this happened yeah um i don't think it's on netflix but i talked about it in one of my episodes but yeah and it's like legit what we're going through Ooh, okay there's a pause in the wind okay let's get this started let's do it hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the life and curly cues podcast with me Eileen. Um, today is going to be a very different episode. One, because I was tired of doing these episodes by myself during quarantine and COVID and Corona and all that stuff. And if you can't tell already by that long introduction <laughs> and also the background noise, um, I'm recording outside right now in the middle of a park in my neighborhood. And I brought, it's very funny. We have lawn chair set up. We have our equipment set up. Is there a bug around you? No, I just sounded really close. Oh. I was like, is it about to like <laughs> whoop into my ear? But yeah, so we're recording outside. So that's why you're going to hear birds and nature and wind. We'll try to like. It's a whole mood. Yes, it's a whole mood. We'll try to not like, we'll try to stop talking when there's a big gust of wind so that you can actually hear us. Like right now there's a big gust of wind coming. Um... But yeah, and so today I wanted to do something different because I wanted to actually see someone in person and I didn't want to do another interview because that invo- that would have involved calling someone and doing the whole phone call thing and mm-hmm. it's just I needed to physically be in front of somebody for this epi- for an episode and I felt like it was time so I reached out to you can already guess who <laughs> but I reached out to Jasenia and Hi. I was like, "Hey, Let's do an episode where we talk about whatever we want. I don't want to interview anybody about, like, their adulting experience. I just want to chit-chat because I have not been able to chit-chat with anybody in so long. And the only people I've socialized with are the people at my work. And, you know, (laughs) I love the people at my work, but I needed to see my non-work friends. And this is the first step. So, coming at you live from a park six to how much eight like feet six to eight feet, away. six to eight feet away from each other in our cozy little lawn chairs in our cozy little lawn chairs under a beautiful canopy of trees oh my god i love it the wind is blowing and yeah so we're gonna get we're just gonna talk about whatever i'm sorry if you were expecting another interview this episode <laughs> but if you don't want to listen to just random shit go ahead and just click off 
and wait for the next episode mm-hmm. in two weeks. Or you can listen along to whatever craziness we start oh talking about. I mean, hey, this is still, like, pretty relatable content. Yes, we're all going through the same exactly. thing. If anything, we're recording our social interaction. Yes, we are. <laughs> like, we, I, we barely talked on the way here. To, like, save up, kind to of. To save up content. Because we have not seen each other in mm-hmm. person since before spring was break. We, yeah. Oh which was God. the beginning of March. Yeah. That was the last and time I feel we saw like each that's other. That's when like things really started getting yes. downhill. Like things were just getting more serious yeah. there. Because I saw you before you went on your trip, which was yes. before spring break essentially. Because yes. we had plans to try to go somewhere we during did, spring break. We were like, okay, this is looking this is getting chaotic. crazy. I don't think we can go yet. Yes. Um, which I'm glad that we kind of put it off because I had a trip planned for Austin mm-hmm. with one of my friends, and we had already booked a hotel. And it was for South by Southwest that weekend. Oh, yeah. And that was the first thing, like, major event that was canceled. That was canceled. And so we had to do the whole, like, uh, getting our return. And which, I'm glad everything was smooth. And what I'm so happy about is a lot of these, like, major companies, especially in the hotel business, like, they make billions of dollars. They were all super, I mean, this it was such a smooth transition of, like, making sure people reimbursed and yada, yada. So... Um, but yeah, a lot of things like had to be put on hold. Mm-hmm. I was going to do someone's makeup for their wedding. Oh my gosh. And it had to be canceled because it was actually going to oh. be in, what was it called? It's this town right next to Marfa. I probably another, drove through it. Yeah, yeah. Another very like deserted area, mm-hmm. like a cool like vibe, but I was supposed to do her makeup and that had to get canceled because especially there, they specifically said, cause we had Airbnbs booked, we were trying to book and they specifically said that those towns were completely shutting down like no one if you were not could a resident or you could not be there and because oh, they man. don't really have like the kind of medical resources we have in like bustling cities mm-hmm. so if coronavirus spread there like it would be devastating for yeah them. oh man okay um so anyways yeah i'm sorry if the audio is gonna bother you but I will try our hardest. This is try my ASMR hardest. combined. I know. With if you like ASMR, if you like wind, white noise, I mean, it'll our chirping. voices will be on top of it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, anyways, I have not. We have not seen each other since the beginning of March, mm-hmm. and it is currently May twenty third. So it has been a long ass time, yeah, and this is going to be an episode of me and Jasenia catching up on everything. Everything. Yeah. Because a lot of things have happened, a lot. including coronavirus and i feel like no matter what you try to talk to talk to still can't talk um i feel like anytime you try to talk to somebody about anything that's not corona related it comes back to corona it does it always does it's you know and you're so right i mean it's just it's just something that everyone is experiencing right now so it's so it just seems like the natural thing to talk about yeah or at least even if you don't intend it to it just somehow ties back into that um no, but I think so far, I think let's just talk about then how we've been handling it. Like, okay, let's go with you because I kind of mentioned it in my phone interviews that uh-huh. I've had for the past like how couple episodes, been... how it's been going. I mean, I haven't updated anyone since the most recent episode, since most recent, since the last yeah. episode. Um, so for me, I mean, it, it's weird because coronavirus allegedly started like in December. Um, but for us, it didn't really get real until March. Yeah. Um, so I was just, you know, living my life, working, school, like literally it was just like a, a normal thing. And then all this happened and 
for me, it was kind of a weird-ish transition because I was already working remote and then I was furloughed. Like a lot of people are, you know, they were let go because the industry that I was working in, I was still a social media manager and working in that digital marketing spectrum, but it was for a food-related company. And they especially suffered the most. Because, um, I mean, we're talking about, like, these classes where they teach you how to cook stuff and it's people handling food. Granted, they're wearing, you know, like, gloves and stuff. But the whole, it's, you know, now that we know this is technically, like, a lung-related disease, yeah. that's that changes things. So, myself and even, you know, a girlfriend who I got, like, became friends with, like, we were both let go. And so, it was just kind of weird because I'm like, okay, I just got this job. Like, mm-hmm. I, would, I was working it for maybe, like, I think I mentioned it last yeah, time we you... were talking. Yeah, you... I think you had just, I got, just it got it when I last talked to you on yeah, the podcast. and so it was, like, definitely, I guess, for me, how I am as a person, my I find my value in what I'm doing. I personally, I hate the idea of not working because, for me, it's, like, to me, that's something that keeps me busy. It's something that I'm, you know, I, I find real enjoyment out of is working. Not to the point where I'm, like, addicted and I'm a workaholic, but it's just I want to do something with my time and be a part of something that's mm-hmm. as- beside myself. So yes. having that job, loving it, and then losing it was like, damn, that sucks. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, and everyone involved, you know, the people who had hired me, they were so, like, beat down about it. They're like, we feel so awful that this is happening. But it's – I get it. Like, you have a business to take care of first. Exactly, yeah. And a lot of people who were let go, the businesses had to do what they needed – to make sure the business survives long term yes um so that was really like that definitely was like a a dent in the beginning of my experience with coronavirus because I was feeling really defeated and kind of negative and also just like that looming fear of like what the hell is going on in the world like this is so crazy and for me I'm a homebody already so staying home (laughs) let's be real I had no problem staying home no problem my form of socialization is like once or twice a month I'm out have fun and I go right back home I'm not like the type to go out very often Um, So staying home wasn't a problem, but, like, losing the job definitely sucked. And it was, like, maybe within – as soon as I lost it, with with that same week, I applied for seven other jobs. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to waste any time. Which, I mean – Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody was dealing with. But I was also dealing with having to apply for unemployment, which I never even got to complete the process because it's so hard to get through to them. Meanwhile, you have announcements like three million people on on <laughs> freaking what is it the aid? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, so I can't even get through what these three million people did. <laughs> but you know, I I just I looked out because I got callbacks almost immediately from yeah. from applying, and two jobs specifically um, were like already offering me something. But then one job one out the other just because I was going to get paid more and I was going to be working more hours, and it, it just overall was the the obvious answer yeah um so I'm doing that now and I really enjoy it but working remote I thought or I can totally do it like it's no biggie Mm -hmm. but it is starting to set in like that kind of uneasiness I don't know I guess I was used to having like that commuter life 
I'd wake up early in the morning and I knew I had to leave the house by a certain yeah. time to get somewhere on time. And I knew like, this is where work is. This is where home is. Like everything was you separate. You separation. Yeah. And now it's like my, I roll out of bed, I shower, maybe <laughs> I'll change into like house Actual clothes. clothes. <laughs> maybe. But there are days where I'm like, I don't want to dirty more clothes. So I'll shower, but I'll like get yeah. right back into my PJs. Oh yeah. 100%. And it's so awful, but then I'll just be working and I'll realize it's four o'clock and I'm like, oh, I need to eat lunch. Yeah. And like my schedule has just been so off. And so I'm really trying to create some structure. Um, and I think for me, it's imp- I've I've noticed it before how important like working out is for me. And I that's something I completely let go of. And I want to get back into that. And I feel like that will add to the structure. Like, I need to finish my workout by this time because I got to sit down and work by this time. Yeah. And any time between that, I can do with it as I please. But I know how I feel after a workout and after I eat too. My diet lately has been, like, shot because <laughs> I'm the type of person that I'm not really, like, a breakfast person unless I'm genuinely craving it. But I've been forcing myself lately to, no, you have to make breakfast. Even if it's something small and simple, like some strawberries and yogurt, something easy. But the days that I'm like, really, I need to feed myself, I'll I'll take the time to do so. But, um, and then one thing that we did talk about, because you had already known what I was going through, Mm -hmm. but I got very sick. And that for me was really scary because uh, we were, I got very sick during a time where there's a lot of uncertainty. The way, you know going about hospitals and stuff is set up is very different it's not like I can just walk into a building into the emergency Mm -hmm. room I am not even allowed inside a building until my temperature's taken and all that so I um got very sick and it was the sickest I had ever been and I went to the emergency room and that experience alone was like I I won't mention the hospital but it wasn't a good experience mm-hmm. because I I knew I had to arrive with a mask everything was done outdoors which I could understand which, yeah I was asked all these questions which to me I feel like doesn't necessarily verify if someone doesn't have coronavirus un- unless you take the temperature which they did take and I was fine mm-hmm. but um I had to my the waiting area was outside a nurse had to come out the only way I went inside was if they decided whether or not they wanted to take was, a sample from me. Mm. So I had to go in, do a sample, and then go right back out. And it was just very, it was kind of, it was a cold experience, yeah. you know. And I know a lot of nurses are passionate about what they do. And for them, it's about, truly, it's about taking care yeah. of people. And they're, they really invest emotionally at times, I feel, or, you know, just because they care. And that whole experience was so cold and, like, seeing her all suited up with, like, this shield. I, I really it's don't even recognize. Weird. I don't remember her face. Yeah. So, and then the doctor just kind of writing off what it was and it totally was not that. <laughs> and later on getting sick again, thinking that I was fine. But, I mean, for those of you, I, I mean, I, I got a, I had a kidney infection. And if mm-hmm. you've had one, you know that it sucks. And it it's extremely painful. I genuinely was, like, it was rumbling around in my mind I'm like is this childbirth because I don't want it (laughs) okay this is not it it. now it's done this ain't it so um (laughs) that sucked and then I remember just kind of reflecting a lot too about my health and that's when I was like yeah no I have to get back into prioritizing taking care of myself yeah because you know for me I'm 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 the type of person that I, I tend to power through things but I don't prioritize 
specific needs Mm -hmm. like feeding myself yeah so having that health scare kind of really put me into like a totally different perspective of like yeah no like a part of self-care isn't just avoiding certain things that cause you emotional stress it's physical care too so that's something that I think really opened my eyes during this quarantine because I've been blessed enough to not to you know not have any serious illnesses yeah so for that to happen was like enough to kick me in the butt I was like no like (laughs) I I'm taking vitamins I'm gonna start my workouts and we are like I'm like being reborn oh yeah totally so that's if anything that's the biggest thing that I took out of quarantine and just kind of picking what things to stress out about because I think that right now especially the media which is a whole other reason why I, I kind of started losing my passion for journalism specifically. Now, don't get me wrong, there are gems who do the job right, yes. and they're, you know, they're honest people. They tell the story how it is, blah, blah, blah. But so much in the news is, is like, sensationalized yeah. or exaggerated. It's kind of like they get over, like, trumped over. Exactly. Essentially. Like, all the Literally. good people get Literally. pushed way down because the people who aren't so hot at it or, like, spread lies and shit mm-hmm. kind of make the headline exactly. more. Exactly. Because they're... You know, okay, yeah, maybe they are good at making a great headline, yeah. but how much truth is in exactly. that headline? It's because we're all you, we all love the drama. Exactly. We just all want to lean towards. That's another thing. Yeah. That's like, yikes! This is so awful. So, mm-hmm. um, kind of picking a lot of what I digest, I guess, as far as like in the media and social media too, um, and also just kind of counting my blessings for sure. Um, cause there's a lot of people who have lost family to these illnesses. A lot of people who can't see their family. Yeah. Meanwhile, like my family's close, like it's not a problem, you know? So, um, that as well has been a big topic for me for, you know, reflection. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, yeah, it's been crazy and I just, it's so weird to think how, where we are now compared to when all of this started and I it's a shift a huge shift crazy and now it's like what's going to be the new normal because we're definitely not going back to what it was pre-march no way it's there's no way that like maybe in years to come we'll probably get back to Mm -hmm. that point but there's no way in the world we could ever get back like even just the fact of having to like wear Wear masks. masks yeah like at work it feels so weird wearing a mask to like say hello to the children as they walk in or stuff like that and then again like once the children are in the classroom it's so little people in the classroom we don't have to wear masks because Mm -hmm. we can keep the social distance but in the mornings when we have to greet the kids and get them out of their cars and we have to wear the mask and it's like i'm smiling but you can't see me smile like i'm really happy to see you yeah but you can't see that i'm really happy which is kind of the thing that sucks about working in early childhood Mm. during all of this is because early childhood like that's where you're making the key like connections and right key. like that's totally what is like such a huge part of yes. molding them into who they're gonna become yeah. like that's what's so yeah. crazy about it it's it's weird to think but yes um so yeah you've gone through some crazy life-changing shit mm-hmm. like work and health and all that stuff and i'm glad you're back good now like whoo girl i know i was like uh is this it (laughs) is this it is this how i go no i'm kidding but um no and it for sure was like eye-opening but um 
kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, no, like I got to take advantage of the fact that, yeah, I do have my health, you know, I, I, it's like I was saying, it's not, it wasn't like this insane illness, you know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like I contracted coronavirus and I'm on the brink of death because so many people are struggling with that and it's definitely scary and the fact that it's like a pulmonary thing, that's something that's so hard to overcome, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely hard and yes. so um after that it's like okay no I gotta really kickstart and set these goals make those goals and just power through 100% I got distracted there's a butterfly flying around Aww. and it's so pretty and I wanted to fly this way but it's not oh oh maybe I spoke too soon no oh maybe it's behind it's you it's so now. funny how like like, I feel like when they fly, it just looks so silly because they're flying all over the place. It's right behind you. Oh, my gosh. Come come here, butterfly. Come, come. Yes, you're almost oh. there. Do you see it? Yeah. Oh. Is this my new thing? Am I going to now record podcast episodes outside? Hey, what? <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I would like to describe this episode as clearly I was just distracted by a butterfly. Um, Grace Helbig uh-huh. used to do YouTube videos called like Stream of Consciousness or something okay. like that. And the whole premise of the video was she, she just talked about whatever the fuck she wanted. Yeah. Like it was just her stream of consciousness, like what's, what's coming flowing, what's coming to mind and cool. stuff. And that's how I feel like this episode's going to be. Yeah. Um, but, well, I love that. Yeah. But before we get into like whatever else we want to talk to um i kind of want to because i did it in the last episode i kind of want to mention where the world is right now for the people who listen to this in the future mm-hmm. hopefully time capsule moment time capsule moment so it is as i said earlier may 23rd mm-hmm. um we are currently in texas texas as of this past week is in phase two of reopening the state mm-hmm. back up um i went back to work about Almost a month ago. We started May 4th. Okay. So I've been back at work for about a month, and it's been very nice. Um, I mean, nice, quote, like, as nice as it can be with all of this happening. Uh, But, yeah, phase two of reopening the state back up. Restaurants are now open. Uh, Bars just opened. Which I personally think that's a bad idea. I think it's terrible. Um, there's lots of still different, like, requirements and all that shit, but everything's at limited capacity. Um, and it's just, it's, it feels, it's a weird world we're living in right now. And I just, I don't understand how people, yes, I understand, like, the economy needed to, like, we needed to reopen Mm -hmm. stuff to get the economy Mm -hmm. back going. And I'm happy it's reopening because then now people are getting their jobs back. Yeah. Um, but people are still being so irresponsible as far as like making sure they're safe making sure other people are safe Mm -hmm. like i keep mentioning it like you can be asymptomatic like you can carry it and And not not show symptoms symptoms, and you could pass it on to someone else who is really susceptible just the other day there's this oh my goodness i thought that was leaf but that's a butterfly isn't it yeah i think it's on your chair bag because I didn't see it move it past that. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. How cute. It was like a... Yeah, that it, was a big the one. The wings were, like, round-ish. Like, it had such funny-shaped wings. Interesting. You know how some of the wings are, like, double, like, uh-huh. up top, and then smaller yes. ones? It was, like, one whole interesting, thing. Interesting, interesting. Um, oh, so, oh, so just the other day, so there's a this um Instagram account that I follow, uh-huh. and she owns this... Uh, 
a fine jewelry company in New York City. It's called Ring Concierge. Beautiful pieces, right? And um, I just like their form of content. It's really neat. But she was, in fact, like she had symptoms of coronavirus. She had it. And she was open about it. And she said, you know, I'm socially distancing. I'm staying at home. Um, She's like, my husband's here with me. But, you know, we're taking precautions, blah, blah, blah. She um, luckily was able to overcome it. But she, um, they did an antibodies test on mm-hmm. her a little after she was like fully recovered, and she came out positive for ace for um, was it asymptomatic or there was another term for it, but she basically her body was able to like create the antibodies necessary uh-huh. to eat away the, yes. the virus. Um, so she has it, but she it's kind of like when you get chicken pox and it just kind of you have it once and that's it. Um, but she like she even showed like the results or whatever and she's like like this is a real thing for those of you who aren't taking it seriously like mm-hmm. you have to understand that even if you're not feeling sick like you can still be asymptomatic yes. yeah and no. so i just i really just keep advocating for like staying safe social distancing like clearly we're doing it and mm-hmm. i mean we've been friends since forever i know and, and it's not like we're not we're like total strangers like, either. yeah we like, both know we have not gone anywhere yeah. besides me going work and home that's yeah it. it's same dude i've been at home <laughs> always always and so yeah it's just been i just don't understand like when before the governor of texas announced phase two of the opening the week before that i was on instagram or something and there was an article somewhere but it was talking about Wisconsin reopening mm-hmm. and a bar, like, the minute the... Oh, no, it was... Okay, the Supreme Court mm-hmm. ruled over what the governor or mayor said. So, like, the governor or mayor... I can't remember... Specific, oh, my chair, sorry. The specific <laughs> details about it. But the governor said, like, oh, you need to, like, social distance. Places are going to stay closed, whatever. But then the Supreme Court, like completely vetoed and overruled his claim his lost and they were like no things can be open and stuff like that and literally a few hours after the supreme court like vetoed what everything he said there was a bar crowded with people not wearing masks not staying apart and even the man i really wish this i'm sorry i don't have the specifics but the the governor slash mayor whoever even he told like the media he was like and this is the downfall of our yeah. home because we're not practicing. Like, there's going to be so many more rises in cases because of this incident, because exactly. of the Supreme Court going against it. And I think it was, like, I think it's because, like, the Supreme Court was, like, a red state or something. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a red state or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I don't speak politics. I'm sorry. I'm very terrible <laughs> at describing things. But I thought I just thought it was crazy because there were videos and pictures of that bar. People, oh and I'm just God. like oh my head hurts from all of you and you know what it's i'm glad you mentioned that because i saw a post of um it was like a local bar here in san antonio and they were basically announcing hey we're open yes um and then the pictures were like there was two people at like some bar stool table and then like a few people scattered at the bar Uh to be genuinely honest like the amount of people that were in there it was so not worth being open for Mm. because you could probably make more money continuing curbside or maybe even make like there were restaurants here who would make um uh like margarita packets or whatever like it serves six people Mm -hmm. or it's a serving for four blah 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 you could probably make more money doing that than having people come in there just to sit for hours and have one drink probably and on on top of that it's like imagine that 
doubling with you know other other businesses opening i think i get it they feel they need to make money but i i think that's where having a specific business strategy is so important especially um crisis strategies Mm -hmm. that's when it's like super important and i don't think especially small businesses which i fully support um because they don't really have you know like the money or maybe even the knowledge of it they you know to plan for a a crisis like that is so hard because they don't have the funds for that a a million dollar corporation can let off people (laughs) and be like sorry boo and that's it but these small companies you know they the people rely on them and um for them to feel like oh now's my chance to be open it's such a huge risk and i think especially like cities like san antonio and like austin where we're so about local and supporting one another i love that but it's like you still have to take certain precautions and i i'm kind of upset that san antonio i mean yeah they took their precautions but i don't feel like anyone's really ready to be open yeah i just it's just crazy and the fact that like this is a three-day weekend this is memorial day weekend i know beach is probably gonna be crazy like i feel like a lot of places that are recreational places are gonna be crazy that bird is oh okay he's like wait a minute i heard y'all were i have things to say i need to put my input um yeah it's just i don't know i just guys be safe like seriously take the necessary precautions for that was a big that sounded like a huge buzzing bug bug. Um, um yeah but it's just it's a weird Time and that's the thing, like, in. I think some people, they have a really selfish approach to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what, I get you need to get out. I, I get, get it. it. And maybe you maybe you need to get it out to do your business. Like, mm-hmm. you have, you know, certain necessities, and that's okay. But there's a way to do it. Like, go do your necessities, your absolute essential things, and go home. Yeah. Lollygagging, effing around. There's no time for that. Yeah. And so it's, like, for one thing that honestly that maybe the thing that pissed me off the most during this entire situation was people who had the audacity (laughs) to go outside of hospitals especially i think they were the ones in new york boycotting talking about how they wanted um they were like oh it's my it's my my right to you know do whatever i want to do Oh, the people protesting the stay-at-home orders yes yeah i thought that was stupid are you a moronic like are you stupid you don't realize that it's like it's one of those things they're so blinded by like this attitude of like screw it like i'm gonna do what i yeah. want like it's, it's my it right exactly yeah. exactly a little mm-hmm. stick it to the man mentality and it's like okay that i'm sorry but you go first then. yeah you're the ones who are yeah. going first because this whole thing is for your well-being exactly and, and you protesting amongst other people all of y'all gonna get coronavirus all of y'all. Like, all of y'all and then there were um there's a photo of you know like uh medical personnel. at the crosswalk yeah they were stopping mm-hmm. people from driving through or passing and for them to have to be the ones to take that heat like yeah. that's so unfair that's so unfair and i have a lot of respect for them and then to see those just yeah. like it boiled my like, blood like the world w- or the world the our country was already going to shit because of who's in charge of our country currently but <laughs> add this pandemic on top of that idiot oh my trying God. to control or trying to control trying to quote-unquote lead mm-hmm. us um it's just we were already in a shithole of like crazy stupid shit happening in our country and then you throw a pandemic in it and then everyone goes to shit like people are trying to take care of themselves other people are being the 
crazy radicals they are. Oh my god, yeah. Um, and it's just, I just, I hate, I don't even have words for it because it's just, I don't know. Like, it's okay. So for me, for it's, me, it's like a common sense thing. It exactly, exactly. It's like okay, well, I'm I'm gonna take precautions. I'm gonna be careful. If it's something I totally I have to do, that I'll do it. But I gotta, you know, I'll take my precautions. And some people, I've seen people where they're not wearing masks, but their kids are. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so what do you think? You're immune to this. Mm-hmm. Your kids would be much more susceptible. So, uh, but it's like you. Let's say you contract it. And you go home and your kids are in their home where it's supposed to be their safe space, not wearing their masks, and you're going to give it to them. Mm -hmm. So it was, I'm just seeing way too many stupid things. And that's what bugs me. And then when you throw on top of that a president who says statements like, that are, honestly, they're borderline racist. And he wants to say like, oh, I'm only saying it's the Chinese virus because it came from China. And it's like, okay, there's a way to say things. And also... And I, re- I looked it up, and it was, um, was it the, what is it called again? The the Health Administration? The CDC? CDC. One of their guidelines for when a, a virus is named is uh-huh. that it cannot have any connection with a place or a race. Yeah. And he's over here calling it that. <laughs> yeah. That's and that's why in my head, too, it's like, you know, I don't want to blame the people that work for him or around him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he seems way too enabled because he says stuff like that and there's no consequences to it. Yeah, I think it's just, I mean, he built a whole platform four years of trying to talk shit. Anyways, um, enough about that idiot. I, I but, know, I know. <laughs> but I do, before we move on to, you know, lighter notes, let's stop talking about damn coronavirus. <laughs> Um, but on, I'm sorry, I keep moving my chair. I'm not farting or anything. It's just my <laughs> chair. Um, my final thing is I have this conspiracy. Oh my God, I love conspiracies. Okay. So this is a conspiracy I just thought of like at the beginning of all of this. We're both just moving in. I know, chairs. sorry. <laughs> um, that all the wind's like, don't say it. I know, the wind is like, I'm going to stop you from saying your conspiracy, even though I've said it multiple times. <laughs> But you know the whole thing, like, the government's always listening to you type of thing. So I have a theory that maybe this virus was thrown out into the world, you mm-hmm. know? Whether it be someone planted it somewhere or someone did... It was somehow thrown into the world. Yeah. Like, someone knew about it and was like, huh, let's fuck shit up. Exactly. Let's fuck up 2020. Yeah. Um, but my theory is that somehow this got released this year which is an election year mm-hmm. and to fuck with the election yeah. so that someone could be reelected or something because right now they're talking about these ants can fly oh great they just land but right now there's like talks of how the how people are going to be able to vote and there's like mail-in voting is going to possibly be that's going to be really easy to manu- exactly so i'm over here like they it, ha- it has to be my theory mm-hmm. is like this is tied in with being able to vote and trying to like give someone already the win to right. be president again for another four fucking years. I know. Oh god. Um I think I will move to Europe. <laughs> I'm gonna make that big move to Europe. <laughs> but yeah, so my theory is like somehow it's tied with trying to either postpone the election yeah. or halt or 
maneuver the election into a way that it goes into his favor type of thing. And it's not the first time that during an election there was some kind of outbreak because mm-hmm. the whole Ebola virus also happened yes. during an election. Uh, what was it? Yeah. Was it SARS? Or it was the one like SARS? Yes. That another thing, mm-hmm. it was also yeah. going on during an election. Like, it's, it's, it's there's too much of a pattern going yeah. on here. Well, and on the talk, that big ass ant just keeps, loves me because it keeps coming up me, my, up me, my leg. Um, but my boss, when I was <laughs> voicing my theory, mm-hmm. my boss told me her theory and she says there's something also with every time there's an Olympics, there's a big outbreak or whenever it's a year of an Olympics. Yes. There's an outbreak of something because, like, mm-hmm. one Olympics it was SARS. One uh-huh. Olympics it was Zika virus. This, Zika virus. This Olymp this Olympic is coronavirus. It got canceled, Jeez. and so like she has a theory on yeah. ties between the Olympics yeah. and uh, pandemics and stuff um, like that. But it's just it's just weird. So some of the theories that I have heard are that it was lab created because coronavirus technically has been around. Mm-hmm. If you look at your Lysol yes. can, it's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is that it's more, it was more animal related. It hadn't really been an issue like to people, yeah. but now it is. Which is crazy that now it's like only people related. Like there's only been like one actual case of an animal. Yeah. Which I think which was is, like the tiger in New York. It's the tiger, but it's also a different like breed. Type of, cor- which yes. is the one, which is the one that has been around forever, which mm-hmm. it's normal for, or at least not that it's normal, but it's more common. Yes. Or at least it's more likely that the animal will contract it. Yeah. Um, and then. Okay, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So then I heard that, that it was lab created. Like it had, because they're always testing things, and I get it, we're trying to improve, you know, things in the medical field and be more knowledgeable about things. But oftentimes I'm pretty sure that bores something new, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a more advanced type of coronavirus or something that was kind of like genetically not enhanced, maybe not on purpose, but who knows? Exactly. That's the that's the trick. Yeah. Because why the hell would you be playing around with the virus trying to make it worse? <laughs> like that's so far from what yes. we need to be doing. Um, so it was that it was lab made. And then there was that other one about how it was like, it somehow came from like bat soup. Oh yeah. But that is based on, I mean, I didn't research into it, but like if you watch the movie Contagion. It's based off of that? It, have you not seen the full movie? No. Okay. So, I mean, spoiler alert. Do you want me to like spoil you? Go for it. Okay. So spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Contagion, skip the next few minutes or I don't know however long but just skip ahead. Um, but in contagion, it's exactly what we're going through right now. A virus breaks out. The whole world shuts down. Like if you watch contagion, it's a, it's a it's mirror of what's going on. A mirror of what's going on. And this movie came out in 2000. I talked about this in another episode okay, while okay. I was interviewing a friend. Um, but it came, came out in 2011, I think, or something like that. And yeah, it's a mirroring image. But at the end, it reveals to you how how the virus started, like how it came to the humans. And a bat flew, mm-hmm. and or it came. It all started with a bat, and then I don't remember how, but the bat the bat carried it, and then somehow the pig got it from either the bat droppings or eating something that the bat pooped in or something, and then a pig Uh. got it, and then the pig got cut up Mm -hmm. to become food, food. and then the chef who was handling the food (gasps) didn't wash his hands before go talking to a guest at his restaurant, Mm. and so he essentially had the virus on his hands, and then he, like, 
sneezed or something and like touched the person to take a picture with the person and that woman was like the first confirmed case of the virus in the movie but it all started with a bat in the movie that's not fun yeah because the one because it was like a bat was eating a fruit or something i don't know yeah if you've seen the movie you'll know but because there was like pictures looming of like some bat soup in china or whatever Mm. and um that opened the conversation that for me is I mean, I, I don't I don't know if we can say it's racist, but it you know I, I read comments on Instagram and a lot of people I just kind of try to see both sides. For me, I feel like it's it's not a racist thing. It's simply just a cultural difference. Yeah. We eat certain things that perhaps they don't eat. Mm-hmm. They eat things that we don't eat. Yeah. And for them, I I think it was just the other day I read that in Wuhan specifically they banned the selling of wild animals as food Mm -hmm. like they cannot sell you know they because they would eat bats and like anything really anything that would be considered yeah so um they banned that now and a lot of people were like oh the from the from that post i was reading the comments and people were like that's oh it's way too late for that like this Mm -hmm. should have been a normal thing for them blah 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 blah. and then of course you have people who are a little more like blunt about Mm -hmm. things or maybe insensitive I guess you could say because they would just say like oh like they're always eating crap like that blah 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 like I'm not surprised and it's it's a cultural difference and you know I think that that was one thing that I had I was looking into and another theory was that which I I want to say is is my I can't I don't know if I can say it's my favorite theory but it's just I feel like to me it seems like the one with the the most natural cycle it's not too conspiracy-ish, right? Yeah. So for me, this is, I feel like this is the one that makes the most sense. So away from like literal conspiracy theories, like it was created in a lab or it's for the politics uh-huh. or blah, blah, blah. But what is the most adaptable thing in this world that you can think of? Adaptable? Mm-hmm. The thing that is constantly changing, constantly adapting to its environment, to what's inside of it what's happening outside of it what we're sitting Um, in nature nature yeah and uh you know people are talking about there was one where they said that um everything's melting down now Mm -hmm. and they are like oh maybe um this virus is something that has been embedded in the earth for so long and things are melting down and now it's in the air or it's in the animals drinking water and it's just trickling down and now it's on us um, and it's more so a way for nature. I mean, think about it. Like we had animals that no longer exist. Yeah. You know, they simply were just kind of cut off. And I don't think humans are an exception to that. I truly don't think that we are um, incapable of ever going extinct. Mm. Um, and I think that a lot of that, like, the power structure with any species is who is truly being smart about survival. Yeah. I feel I'm being smart about survival because I'm taking precautions, I'm uh, social distancing, yeah. I'm wearing my mask, stuff like that. And then you have people who walk around and they're not wearing their masks. They're more preoccupied with their rights apparently yeah. when in reality it's like it, we're not at all trying to take your rights away we're just trying to do what's the good yes. for you and good yeah. for everyone like you can if you want to protest 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 all you want but just wear a mask while you protest well, I, I know like that's literally all you have to do no and then what's i think the funny the funniest because protest i've seen yeah. is 
that totally defeated its purpose was um all the workout these, like, one yes <laughs> all these gym rats which I, I i love the gym don't get me wrong but all these gyms they had to be closed yeah. like gyms were always taking precautions about wiping things down and yada mm-hmm. yada but now it's about ma- them avoiding too many people from being exactly. in the gym and like their way of proving of like trying to boycott the gym closing was literally working out outside, outside. the gym and yeah. it's like so so clearly, you don't need the you prove you can work out at home yeah so turn around yeah. and go home but yeah and i'm just like if you want to protest go ahead protest that's your your right you have a right to protest but you can protest safely you can wear a mask if you're within six foot of someone that's where they recommend you wear a mask because mm-hmm. within that six feet is where things can be passed mm-hmm. you accidentally spit you accidentally like you know yeah you whatever, never know sneeze, cough whatever if you're not within six feet you don't gotta wear a mask like right now we're not wearing our mask because we're social distance like, it's fine um but of course when we're cleaning up and putting anything away mask we're wearing a on. mask like you can be smart while still uh, like practicing your rights and shit <sighs> moving on to a yeah let's note. move on let's move on i feel like we've talked enough thank you to coming for thank you for coming to our ted talk on i know coronavirus <laughs> in our lives anyways on a different note so the last time i went shopping like personally for like clothes or anything was pre-coronavirus craziness um i would like to say that the other day like literally two days ago i finally went shopping um but i did it from the comfort of my own couch in my home i did not go because some store retail stores have opened back up now um and i'm still i don't feel comfortable or safe going Mm -hmm. out especially to a clothing store like i was reading something about how the the virus can can live on fabric for a while yeah there's i mean that's any virus that's why you gotta like yeah take precautions and shit but anyways i went shopping see look at that we came back to coronavirus i know (laughs) (laughs) but i went shopping for the first time and it felt great i spent 200 and something dollars on (laughs) clothes which my my um what's it called my um my reasoning or mm-hmm. my like you know I, I'm okay with spending right. 200 something dollars on clothes is because I have not done clothes shopping mm-hmm. since before coronavirus which okay. it's been March April May almost three months since I've gone shopping mm-hmm. and if I think about it if in those three months I will I would have been shopping had stores been open and stuff true by up to this point I would have spent like 200 something dollars on clothes mm-hmm. and probably I'd, more and probably knows? more so I'm just catching up on what Catch I would have spent <laughs> yeah if corona wasn't a thing mm-hmm. and so i went online to mod cloth which you know oh, i yeah. love them if they <gasps> want to sponsor me for anything i will absolutely do it <laughs> hit me up mod cloth i love your clothes but i went online they have a sale going on like every single freaking day nice and i needed because i'm back at work and it's so fucking hot that I needed, I don't have a lot of clothes that I can, that like are appropriate, that I can feel fresh in, that are appropriate for work because yeah. something's too short or the sleeves are right. too skinny. Oh, that's the hard or part. Or stuff like that. So they had a sale and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buy stuff that I can wear to work. So I bought some dresses. I bought tank tops that have mm-hmm. the thick enough, like, oh, okay, yeah. sleeveless. Um, and I bought the same tank top in four different colors. <gasps> nice. And I bought a few dresses, but enough to spend $200 worth of mm-hmm. clothing. But it felt so good to order it, and the fact that, like, I will be comfortable now at work, and I can be cute and, like, not dying of heat stroke or anything like that. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, they had sales, so, like, everything was super cheap, and then I listened to Nicole Byer's podcast, Mm -hmm. Why Won't You Date Me? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you told me about that podcast. And I love it. Uh, But she... 
mod class sponsors her <gasps> and oh. so she has a discount code so i used her discount code so everything was even cheaper oh, Thank you, Nicole oh damn so you were able to stack your yes. codes oh i love when that happens i was able to stack my codes and i was very surprised because normally it doesn't you can't yeah stack yeah codes it's one of the let other me stack so everything was like super cheap I mean, it was still expensive, but it, you know, I was Compared able to get to what lot. you would have. Spent. Yes, but I'm. That's my like. Whew, yes, something normal like I. Yeah, like a connection shop. to the outside yes. world. No, I same thing because for me, I hadn't really like shopped or really felt like tempted to buy anything mm-hmm. for. I guess yeah, like the first two months. How long have we been in quarantine? Like three months now. Uh. Officially, everything started, like, what, March 10th or March 11th, yeah. something like that? Yeah. Um, but so, but the shopping that I have done has been for um, local boutiques. Mm. Um, so a lot of them, like, it doesn't take long for my stuff to get there. And then on top of that, like, I know, I've, I've know what it's like to work for yeah. a boutique and to run one and all that stuff. And so it's like, I know that they're hurting. Mm-hmm. So I, to- I totally felt inclined to support, and they were having, like, mini sales and yada yada. So I, I-, I ordered a few things that are so cute, and I can't <laughs> wait to wear them yeah. for when we finally go out. But um, the only thing that bothers me is the masks are probably going to clash, but <laughs> I guess I got to make it work. Valid. But, um, no, it's in- so I've been doing a lot of that, and, of course, like, I probably shouldn't, but I totally bought, like, a couple, like, necessities, bless you, from you. Amazon. Oh, yes. Um, just, like, little things. Like, I, I really needed, like, this SD card reader and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Just little whatevers that yeah. I need for work. Um, but as far as that, I mean, besides, like, my necessities occasionally when I'll, I'll like, run to H-E-B and go exactly. straight back home. That's the that's only really time. It. That's the only store I'll go to, H-E-B or Walmart, mm-hmm. when we need, like, the necessities or anything. Um, as far as, like, like, I heard Cantera Mall had opened. I don't know if they closed mm-hmm. again, but I heard that they were, which, like... I mean, that's a mall I could understand because it's a completely it's outdoor mall. Yeah. Which, out, like, if you're going to... Stupid chair. <laughs> if you're going to, like, do shopping or anything, like, an outdoor mall, I feel like, is your best bet because you're not enclosed and being out in nature, like, everything's already so freaking dirty. Yeah. And you know when you're outside, you got to wash your hands, even though you should be washing your hands, like, all the time now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that kind of... Yeah. Yeah. It would make sense. Um, I was going to say something, but I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, what was I going to Was it about shopping? I don't remember what it was about. Because, yeah, the, besides, like, ordering that, I, the only two places I had been to was H-E-B or Walmart. Mm. And I'm noticing that I, I was, I'm leaning more towards Walmart now because H-E-B is so packed. Really? Everyone goes there. The one that I go to is the one on, um, uh, in Universal City. Kitty Hawk? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. So many people. Really? And I'm like, okay... The we have the whole social, social distancing thing. Like, yes. you can't go in without a mask, and they give mm-hmm. you a wipe as soon as you enter and all that stuff. But it's, like, still a lot of people. Yeah. The, H-E- the HEB Plus on 3009 oh, yeah, is I don't crazy busy. Like, I went there to go pick up my dog's medicine. And, yeah, there was a lot of people, and I was just like, this is weird. But, like, Kitty Hawk one, if you – what I've noticed the past couple of times I've gone, if it's, like, something that I can plan ahead for, I'll go, like, right when they open – Okay, yeah. And it's calm. Like, there's mm-hmm. no one there. I remember the first day while I was in quarantine um, and staying at home, I remember that the first day there, we, or the first day I went to HEB, I, like, woke up early to go when it opened, and I got there, like, 8.15, mm-hmm. and there was a line outside to get in, and 
you it which I believe they still do it but you go in one door only yeah, and then you come do. out the other door and so I went and that was when toilet paper was crazy like I came in <laughs> that and by the so it was already it was 8 15 when I got there yeah. it had only been open for 15 minutes I mm-hmm. went to the toilet paper aisle and all that was left were the like packs of four in like the off brand yeah and I was like what the hell it's only been 15 minutes yeah and that's then, the thing that they were struggling with um, replenishing yes. things. Um, but then a couple weeks later, or I guess not a couple weeks later, probably like a month later, the next time I returned, I was like, all right, I'm prepared. I'm going to wake up early, go to HEB when it opens. I know that yeah. when it opens, there's not a lot of people there. And this was around the time when they started making masks required and stuff. Yeah. And so I went and I got there around the same time. I went inside and the aisle was like stocked. Really? Like <gasps> you could tell people had gone through it, but there was... The, Enough, the yeah. name brands were there still <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. And so that was a very, that was a turning point for me because it felt like, okay, people aren't stressing so much about toilet paper. Like it's slowly calming yeah, you back right. down. And now if you go like there's, there's, there's toilet, toilet paper. paper, there's stuff. There's one for everybody. Yes. Um, but then recently I went to Walmart and I, my mother got a cricket machine for Christmas. And so she's been getting supplies and stuff and she needed um, the iron press for it. And so I went to Walmart to the sewing section and when I got to the sewing section it was like the toilet paper aisle <gasps> fabrics were like off the shelf like wow. so people are making masks yes and I was like I love that this is empty because you know like that's yeah. why their so- fabric is gone because yeah. people are making masks but it's also like holy shit like stupid fucking ant <laughs> <laughs> like it's happening like the priorities I guess are shifting yes also I think um it's I, at least for me I find it the most interesting part has been people are kind of finding hobbies again yes. or you know and they're like you know what I used to sew like I could totally sew mm-hmm. a mask and so they got back into sewing suddenly I learned how to sew so it's uh, exactly yeah. my mom made me this mask that I have right now but a co-worker saw it and she yeah. was like oh, I love that I want it and so I was like yeah just give me the bandana and I had my mom teach me how mm-hmm. to use the Cricut machine to cut it because yeah. we, it has a template to cut it. Cool. And then I she brought out the sewing machine and she taught me how to sew. And so I sewed that person's yeah. mask. And I was like, oh, snap. nice. Um, but yeah, it's picking apart. <gasps> I remember what we were going to talk about. And we and totally also, got back to coronavirus. Yes, I was just about to say that. Damn you. Um, but I remember, so before all of this started, I had just put in an order Mm-hmm. to get this new podcast equipment this new audio recorder mm-hmm. and that was at the time where like amazon was only prioritizing like orders oh yeah and so they were only letting essentials be sent and so i was like ah oh, shit like i just ordered the stuff that i really wanted it's like who knows when you'll and get who it who knows when i'll get it and luckily enough i got it the next week um and i'm glad i did because that's how this yeah. this audio recorder is what has allowed me to do phone interviews uh, because I can just pop well, yeah, my phone it's like up the best thing to pick up sound yes. like and a lot of times you can tell when it's a phone interview so that I'm sure yeah. like totally enhanced it yeah and so I was I'm like usually when I do That's it I'll do like is that a dog it's a dog god I'm yeah. blind I'll have my phone like propped like this so that the audio oh perfect the microphone but like if I hadn't gotten that equipment who knows what my podcast would have oh been like god, had right? doing that oh, um okay dog. I know all right. Well, then again, we got back onto it. Jesus. <laughs> it's it's just like hard. It is. Um, it's also like we're at our hour already. <gasps> Look at us. Chip we have no up. problem getting we to an hour. We have no problem. What is it about our chatterboxes that just... I don't know. I don't know. Um, I anything else you want to talk about? 
um, before we end it? Let's, you know what? Let's let's talk about. Hmm. What's the first thing? I mean, obviously it's coronavirus related. Sorry, but what's the <laughs> first thing that you want to do after after it's, I guess, officially dubbed safe to do whatever? Um, I think I would just want to go hang out with friends, like you. I mean, we can hang out. We mm-hmm. know what we're doing, but like. My friends, like my friend who's a wrestler, and then um, like our little squad, mm-hmm. we've been wanting to do a reunion for yeah, years. And nice. then, of course, Corona happened and we couldn't. So I think like being able to like plan something to get together with them would be really nice. Because mm-hmm. um, two of us live down here and two of them live up in Dallas. And so that'll be nice. Yeah. To kind of do um, also recording a podcast in person. In person. Would be nice. You know? <laughs> Um, but I think that's that's it. Just like hanging out with people that aren't the people I work with. Just like getting, because I don't know. For me, like my friend connections are important to me, mm-hmm. and like part of that is socializing, yeah. hanging out with them, like go, having experiences yeah. with them. So for sure, yeah, same yeah. thing, honestly. Yeah, because like and just kind of having that freedom exactly. of like I really want to go to this thing, yes. and I'm a homebody just like you. But when you ha- are like. N- Homebodies are fun because you can choose if you want to stay home or not. Uh-huh. But, like, being a homebody in this, it's like you don't have the choice anymore. You have to stay. Exactly. So that's what kind of makes you feel trapped. It's like, like I stay home because I want to stay I know. home. And not because like, I'm being told exactly. to stay home. It's like now I have to stay home. Yeah. And going back to, like, what you were saying about what your experience was, like, you started working from home and now you're hitting that realization. I'm of, like, like, I kind of need to go do that. Yeah. And it's only that's because I, I, felt. I hate not having structure. Yes. And I feel like I'm kind of losing myself that's in this how, weird new dynamic. That's exactly how I felt because, so, we had spring break, and then at the end of spring break, we decided we were going to extend our spring break one more week and keep the school closed, and then finally we were told we are going to keep working, but we're working from home, and so I was working from home for about a month, and I was like, ooh, this has been always, like, yeah. a dream of mine, like, working from home, my own schedule, mm-hmm. like, we would only have to send in whatever hours we were working and the more I got into it the more I was like I thought I wanted this but I don't because I need the like you said the separation I need to be I the thing I liked about work is like physically being able to go somewhere else Mm -hmm. and not just be at home and like I love my family but like so you need that break from people (gasps) you need to see other people and it's just that type of stuff and so that's kind of where I was all at. And then it got to the point where I, so we had a lot of Zoom meetings and we held Zoom meetings and then, big gust of wind. Actually, you can't hear it. Uh, we had a lot of Zoom meetings and towards the end of our working from home time frame, I started playing with the virtual backgrounds. Oh, fun. And of course, leave it to me to come up with 15 virtual backgrounds <laughs> the week before we go back to work I know, per- yeah. in person. And I just started having fun with it. I turned, like, all my old Disney photos from the park as my background. Yeah. I, a picture I took at the Jonas Brothers concert, I made oh, one fun. of my backgrounds. I took pi- pictures I took from San Francisco, I made my background. And I kind of just had fun with it. And then one meeting, I think I sent you the video, but I wore my sloth onesie. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the meeting. And, I've, like, it was funny because I 
everyone was so serious in all these meetings and then I started using the backgrounds and people would be like laughing or like yeah. you'd see like a different type of smile on their faces and then the day I wore the onesie everyone was like Haha, love great. it yeah and I'm like yeah Aww. you gotta I've hit the point where it's just I don't care anymore Whatever. like why yeah. are we doing this um yeah I think that's I mean it's nice that we have we live in a time where it's so easy to stay connected to yes. people but if you think about it, I mean, it's a screen. Yeah. Like, there's really no legitimate, true connection with mm-hmm. someone when you're constantly just communicating through a screen, you yeah. know? And to go out and do things together is so different, too, which is what I'm looking forward to the most, definitely. Yes. Oh, my God, that's a huge vulture. Yeah, it was just fine. It might be a hawk or a falcon. Yeah. Because it looked a little brown versus yeah. black. Um. But, yeah, that's something. And I look forward to, like, us being able to plan a trip again. I know. Especially since we were planning one just before everything happened. We're like, no, no, no. Now we got to go hard for this trip for sure. Like, we were literally going to do a spontaneous spring break trip. And Mm -hmm. then coronavirus. And we're like, "Mm, it's probably not safe to do it. Just kidding. Just kidding. And then spring break turned into two weeks. And and then then two (laughs) months. Then a month. And then two months. And now we're here. And so just being able to, like, plan trips again for us to go random places will be nice and kind of get back to that exploring adventure oh my god totally because it's I, that's that's what I love the most is yeah. just being able to kind of yeah I like staying home but it's when I want to go out and check something out or explore mm-hmm. something or visit somewhere new I can just do it yeah and there's no nothing that's like tying like tying me back but now it's just a whole different approach I feel because we're going to be so much more conscious of certain things that we have to be careful of you know yeah. like we talked about taking maybe a Disney trip we're going to be wearing masks at the park. Like even if this could be, you know, months from now, like it's going to, we got to be wearing masks. Which is another thing. If we do, if we do end up making this or booking this trip and we know that we're going to have to wear masks, let's plan it for like fall or winter. So we know it's going to be cooler and we don't like pass out of heat strokes wearing a mask. Oh, totally. Like Texas. And then I was just thinking we got to make cute masks. Especially for going to Disney. We're making Disney themed masks. We're making Disney themed masks. Okay. We have a cricket machine at my house. We have a sewing machine. Like we can make it happen. I don't know if you saw the picture. So my boss's mother made masks Mm -hmm. because she was bored at home, and so when we came back to work, she uh, brought the mask, and so I grabbed one of them, and it was just plain like fun pink, greens, black, whites, Mm -hmm. and it was like some it was strips of like animal print solid colors like different patterns on it and so I got I took it and then the more I stared at it the more I was like wait my mom has a cricket machine like I want to do like vinyl on it or something like that and so I turned it into a Disney mask and so I put the castle silhouette with the Mickey head the mouse ears head kind of like cut out in it and then I put like a stitch on one side and I put squirt on another side yeah and so, yeah, that was kind of, like, my thing in Disney. But, yeah, if we're going to Disney at the end of the year. Gotta coordinate the outfits to the mask. Yes. You know, I mean, because, honestly, if we're going to be taking pictures, like, I don't want the masks to clash. They got to no. look cute. They got to look cute. And we'll pack multiples so we can, you know, aesthetically fit whichever pose we're going for. Exactly. You know? Especially if, like, the different parks, too. Like, a thousand percent we're going to Star Wars. Hell, yeah, because I have not been. percent. I mean, either. Like, I will... I haven't Die. even been to freaking Pandora. Oh, you'll love it. I know. I'm like... It's so your vibe. Yes. Because it's like and very nature and pretty. Yeah. And we talked about this on the phone the other day is like the last time I went to Disney World, they were still... They were building Pandora. Mm. Like we could see the tall structure of like the rock that's kind of like... Yeah. 
It was like the peak of it, but that's all you could see. But they were building everything still. Like the half the rock was there and all that stuff. And the fact that like you went recently and it was there and I'm just like, holy shit, it's been so long because last time I was there, they were still building it. Awesome too. So and yes, you know we got the hookups. Girl, and you know I'm on a Disney like thing because so I mentioned it every episode since I got it. I have a TikTok. If you don't follow me, follow me at curly headed cutie Eileen. Which we're about to attempt to make a TikTok. But um you know how the for you pages kind of changes the algorithm the the algorithm i'm sorry tiktok's algorithm i want to play with it because i feel like it's so strong like yeah so um my for you page consists of lots of disney related things Mm -hmm. lots of disney world related things Mm -hmm. um lots of like millennial like over 20 over 30 year olds mentioning how they're too old for the tiktok Mm -hmm. and um like comedy stuff like that's kind of my what my for you page looks like but it's funny because so many disney videos pop up and i'm like i just want to go yeah no my for you page is yeah for sure comedy it has a lot of like um i guess more adult related content in the sense of like topics about mental health uh-huh. or like how to do this or like DIYs yeah. and then another one is um I get a lot of like people with kids oh I haven't well I mean maybe videos of kids but not like kid related content like no. how to make lunch for your kids oh like, yeah nothing no like not that. nothing like that but okay, it's like okay. the parents recording their kids doing got funny you, shit or something like that no yeah. so, but, but I find the algorithm so interesting because it was May the 4th and of course, may the yes. may the fourth be with you. And then the next day is Revenge of the Fifth. Mm-hmm. Like so, a lot of Star Wars related content was popping up, and I liked a lot of it because a lot of them were really funny, <laughs> or it was like some cool edit, and then or some of them were like Disney yeah. Park related. Um, and now my for you page is like almost all like every third video maybe is Star Wars. I'm like, damn, now I need to just <laughs> go to freaking Disney World now. Cause I I it's I think yes. we went like we go like every other Christmas. Mm. See, and, and that's one of the time. That's the time of year my family has never been. We've only ever gone, and we've gotten I think like three times now. We only ever go either during spring break or summer. We've never Dude, that's gone. That's like the busiest time yes. too. Jeez. But that's because like my dad was still working. That was we all right. had breaks it's like at that when time. When you guys were off for yeah. school, and- like the last time we went was the year my dad got deployed. Mm-hmm. We did all the family trips before he left in the fall. Got you. Okay. And so that spring break we went to Disney, and then that summer we went to South Padre. Like. So we've only ever done it in the hot mm-hmm. times and the busy times. And I've always well, wanted to go what? in the fall and winter, which is why I'm like, I really hope then things let's go somewhat get birthday. weird. Ooh, let's go for your birthday. That'd be fun. Let's go for your birthday. Okay. And then, um, honestly, because like Christmas time and <gasps> Disney World New Year's is so cute. Huh? We could do like <gasps> New Year's Eve oh and my God, yes. Disney. Because so we could stay like... Yeah, that so, week of Christmas into New Year's, kind of like what you did when you went to yeah, Canada. Yeah, so when I went to Canada, I left on the twenty seventh. Hmm. No, I left on the twenty sixth. Okay, yeah, yeah, you left after Christmas. Yes, because I we, left because at day least after spent Christmas. Christmas with your family. Yes, <laughs> so we could leave like the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Canada. I left the twenty sixth in the evening. Had a whole day to kind of just like figure shit out, mm-hmm. and then my birthday was the next day. So we could totally. I do think that. we could do that. I think that's and then very we could doable. do it. Lead it into the new year. Okay, let's do it. It's it's I'm that's down. it. Those are our dates. And I for sure don't work because my birthday's over Christmas break. So <laughs> you're like, bye. I don't work on my birthday. Exactly. Okay, um, that's it. We no, put it okay, out into the it. universe. This year's birthday trip. I um, I think we can track flights. Yes. 
I think we can at least track flights. Yes, we can. And hotel prices. Yes. Because, okay, so the plan. Oh. No, yeah, hotel because I want breakfast included so we don't have to worry about breakfast. Yeah. So, because <gasps> the plan, I mean, I don't know. Now we, maybe we could switch it up, but. Um, Dude, what if we. Oh, no, because your aunt. I was like, what if we stayed in a resort? One of their resorts. I mean, we could do that. Too. We always, have time to plan for that. We do. I've always wanted to stay in one of their resorts. Okay, well, let's do that. Because we stayed on one. We stayed at one. We have never we stayed ha- on we one. We got to hook up with her. Because we always just go for the cheap hotels that are like a mile down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah. Which understandable because like, yeah. I'm sorry, but a single day in a Disney park, you're going to be spending a lot of money. Exactly. Um. Okay. But we're the queens of tripping on a budget, so. Oh, queens. Okay. I am very proud of our meal plan we had set up in New, or- New Girl, Orleans. Yes. That was genius. Okay. Honestly. Um, we even had snacks with a road after, like we, it was no problem. We were prepared. Um, no, I think that's super doable. Okay. We're putting that onto the universe. All right. Disney 2020. Disney 2020. That's going to be a, the great, like send off to 2020. God, for fuck. sure. Yeah. I'm so happy it did not rain today. Oh, me too. It got pushed back. Yeah. Which tends to happen. I don't think it's really going to pour until, until like next week. Yeah. Same. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that is how we're going to end today's episode. Um, yeah, we talked about whatever. We kept bringing it back to coronavirus. I know. Which sorry. Sucks about the time we're in, but you know, we it's just have to content. vent. It's, it's relevant the, content. It's the relevant content. It's relevant to the times. It's what we're going through. Like, there's nothing else really to talk about. Everything always has a tie to it. But yeah, thank you for listening. Y'all can listen wherever you want to listen to podcasts. As I mentioned in the last episode, my podcast is now available pretty much on almost every platform. So that's very exciting. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just search Curly Headed Cutie Eileen, Curly Headed Cutie Chronicles. And again, TikTok. I am now, I was on it like I mean, I'm on it every day, but as far as making content, I was very prominent in making content when I was working from home, and now mm-hmm. I'm not working from home, so my content has slowed down a bit, <laughs> but every time I have an idea, I'll do it. Uh, so yeah, follow me wherever. Follow Jasenia wherever you want to follow her. Thank She's you. at Calypso Cruise, so follow her. She's got amazing pictures on there, <laughs> amazing content, and I think that's it. Stay yeah. safe. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Social distance. You know, let's let's keep the world safe. Keep yourself safe. Keep your friends safe. Everything like that. And until the next one, I will talk to y'all later. Signing off. (laughs) XOXO. (laughs) Bye, y'all.